Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined, a pro wrestling hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Callender, and with me, a very special guest, returning, Hardway Heater. Hey, uh, wait, I thought it was Nice Boys Who Like Deathmatch Wrestling. I meant to say Predetermined <laughs> Presents, Nice Boys Who Like Deathmatch Wrestling, and also New Girl. Yeah, also New Girl. We, we also love New Girl. You still watching New Girl? Uh, I think I'm on like my fifth or sixth. Go through? Like, go through. I think we're like season four. Like, like what, like my favorite season mm-hmm. is like, like it's round three or four, like where like you can really see the characters kind of settling in. Yeah. And like, like it's like after all the, the Dr. Sam stuff, mm-hmm. like, like I, I like, I like post Nick and Jess breakup. I love that part of new girl because everybody's just kind of walking around with like their hands, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Winston's the most Winston he's going to be like, cause he just gets weirder through the show. Coach is back. Like that's my favorite era of new girl. Can I pitch a new girl themed wrestling character to you to pitch to somebody else? Absolutely. Do you remember the episode where they're doing um, the bachelor party? for why can't i uh, uh oh the um um <laughs> the desert Wait, are you party? saying dirt boy <laughs> dirt, not dirt boy not dirt boy toby <laughs> toby toby i'm toby, toby. I'm toby. toby. <laughs> my name's toby <laughs> yeah just, just like loud brash man who drives a big truck <laughs> honestly he might already be a wrestler <laughs> right and he fights an xpw <laughs> Right, right, right. He's going to start coming out with Maga Butcher, and they're just going to, you know, they're going to take the world by storm. I saw, uh, I got sent multiple times today that uh, Schlack and Maga Butcher are going at it. Yes. Does this, I got questions. Is, is Schlack leaving XPW? I say no. I say no. No, no. Schlack can't leave XPW. Buddy, you take that booking. I yeah. love you, but I don't like. I'm not your manager. I don't know where else to go. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real honest here. Like, if if Schleck leaves XPW, Rob Black is gonna find himself in the exact same situation <laughs> that he found himself in. And let's call it 2007. Like he's giving away porn to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, the inclusion of Schleck is what got me to tune in before I even knew like I yeah I know I no, know no, 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 no hold on now now not like it's fuck Rob Black all day forever but did you see <laughs> the necro butcher dilf boy match okay from the show like 2 days ago so was I I think I'm confused on what happened somebody said it just was a fist fight <laughs> What uh, the way I would describe that match because it got brought up to me in a group chat and they were like you gotta you gotta watch this Same. and and I was like okay this was like, on XPW yeah it was on XPW like, and like Fight Plus no 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 YouTube uh, oh, this is YouTube this is YouTubeable <laughs> um and I saw when I saw it I was like man I don't really want to give Rob Black a click. But it was recommended very highly that I should watch this. Garrett, when I say that it was at a booked assault, 
<laughs> that is exactly what this is. It is insane. You like don't support XPW. But <laughs> you need to see this match. <laughs> I know with some YouTube, if it is at a certain level of violence, you can't monetize it. So it's right. possible that you're giving them nothing for clicking this. I don't want to be the guy <laughs> right. that's like support them, but I don't know what I gave them for clicking on them on fight. I don't know. what. I also, I scrubbed the video to get to just the match um, because I was given a timestamp. It's a long video. So what I would say is that I have no idea what type of misinformation comes before that that they've probably already been flagged for. So it, who is it? It's Necro and... A, a wrestler named Dilf Boy. And why do we not like Dilf Boy? I don't know. What did Dilf Boy do? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and to be honest, if he is getting beat up in the XPW locker room, either <laughs> what he did was really good... Or really, really bad. Yeah, it's got to be one or the other. Uh, yeah, in XVW, uh, quote unquote, anything goes. <laughs> Even the the Randy Orton shitting in the bag that could have been like Dilf Boy's move. He's like, day one, I gotta make my mark. Listen, so I'm gonna get beat up by an old MAGA man <laughs> on YouTube. Just, I mean, there is a, a wild amount of. Just full blown punches. <laughs> is Dilf Boy fighting back? Like, is this like? Is I mean, is he attempting to fight back? Uh, and if I Google Dilf Boy, and, 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 will I? <laughs> am I going I, to jail? I can't, I can't imagine that uh, there's a lot of good to come from that Google search, but fighting back is that's a relative term because what what butcher is doing <laughs> uh the way i would describe dilf boy is not meeting the energy that you are receiving <laughs> so he is met with a just a fury of punches oh just i mean not a fury just very strong to the chin Oh, he's like, get it. How long is this? I, I want to say like eight oh, to ten minutes. Oh, Dilf Boy. <laughs> this is Dilf Boy? Yeah. I'm on his rest. So he's Dilf Boy Dalton Daltano? <laughs> he says, as seen on GCW. He had, That had to have been a backyard yeah, show. Or, or, or maybe he was at Wombat. That He's a real Wombat <laughs> he got a, He guy. got a real Wombat look. So like. I mean, his. I mean, I'm gonna show you this photo. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you gonna do when you see? It? Like, is he just wrestling punching bag now? Like, I, is, I, did he get his? Did he make his name that night? <laughs> I. Yes, he made his name. I know who Dilf Boy is now, but I would argue for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because the, number one, you accepted a match with an absolute garbage human like necro butcher i get it like necro he's like really fond of a lot of us in the deathmatch community we love necro but like let's not look past the fact that he's kind of a shit bag i guess all i know is that at the beginning of this podcast like deep towards the beginning when we first like maybe first like 20 episodes we started watching deathmatch i I think Derek made fun of Necro Butcher. 
And the only one star review this podcast ever got was from a Necro Butcher fan. <laughs> who has who did Hey this. hey Necro Butcher fan, welcome back. <laughs> he just I think it said you disrespected Papa Necro one star. Um and then a couple years later it went away. I think they decided <laughs> you guys said we, we were on the right hey, side of history. You're gonna <laughs> You're gonna have that one star review back and it's gonna be great and you'll know exactly why because we're talking about Necro again. <sighs> Rob Black's gonna get me on this one. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? Uh worse men have tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So on your way here, mm-hmm. uh the wrestling world got hit with some some weird news yeah that i don't give a shit about yeah because like stephanie mcmahon i resigned like a year or two ago right, right. i <laughs> um but yeah stephanie mcmahon stepped down uh-huh. and then a few minutes later uh pop events is back as the board chairman the, of the board yeah the executive just like of, fucking carrot top yeah surfing right, on the, right, like, right right you're chairman of the board he's coming on that wild vhs cover on a surfboard with like the love interest and the guy who's like crossed arms being like i don't like your style of management uh yeah he's back he fucking vince mcmahon's back baby <laughs> If you were still watching that show, you had a good run, you know. And there's somebody who's like pumped. If I had, if I had Stephanie McMahon's telephone number, mm-hmm. I would send her one gift, a gift, <laughs> and it would just be John McClane in Die Hard, where he's saying, "Welcome to the party, pal," because we all already left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like filthy casuals stick around, and that's fine. Like. Wrestling's so synonymous, like WWE, so synonymous with just wrestling that, like, a lot of people call wrestling WWE. Mm. And when somebody finds out you're a wrestling fan or a wrestler, yes, uh, immediately they're like, "Oh, you're like, like you, WWE." Yeah, like that was. <laughs> do you know Dave Batista? <laughs> like, I don't know Dave Batista, <laughs> but I do hear he has a large dick. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? Good for. him him yeah like he's i always for a long time i thought the rock would be the guy that would maybe be the wrestler to win an oscar Mm -hmm. but he has continued to be shitty yeah um big dave put in the work yeah he's taken shitty roles with de niro he's taken (laughs) shitty roles with bruce willis but he's working with him and he's learning from him (laughs) and he gets to be in big fucking movies and now he's in a movie where he's getting monologues yeah which is great because like like Drax is easy. Just be funny and big. I love it. Yeah, yeah, great. You know, and and if that is as far as it ever went, I would still go, you know what? Congratulations to Batista. But now, like, like he was in that uh, the the most recent um or one of the most recent James Bond movies. Yeah. Like he doesn't have speaking parts in it. He's hanging out, he's there. He's, He's hanging out, he's there. He's hanging out with Daniel Craig, my favorite Bond. Uh, so like he's he's getting like he he kind of like like I feel like Batista kind of snuck into Hollywood. <laughs> he really did, and the the fact that not only is he talented, mm-hmm. he has a large penis, <laughs> right, right, and like seems like a good dude. Yeah, like anytime anything negative is said about the LGBTQ uh, community, Big Dave is on it. Yeah, 
And I love that. Yeah, Carrot covered up a Manny Pacquiao tattoo because he was uh, upset with uh, the things that Manny Pacquiao said that were transphobic or homophobic. I can't remember which. He said one or the other. What did Big Dave do in a past life to get to be a, a rich, uh, talented movie star with a huge hog? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like he had to be like a monk, or and, and think what somebody else had to do in a past life to come back as Dilf Boy, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> You would think you would think that Batista would be null and void from Hollywood just from the sheer amount of tribal tattoos he has. It doesn't seem to stop Hollywood. Yeah, no, and you know Affleck got that giant phoenix tattoo on his back when he got out of rehab. So oh yeah, like... that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Ben Affleck's horrible back piece. Which, with that, honest to God, what he did is he created jobs in Hollywood. Because now, if he is shirtless in a movie, somebody has to spend like two hours covering that shit up to make him look like. When I watched his, uh, did you watch? It came out over COVID, the Cuckin movie. No, I didn't watch the Cuckin movie. I didn't watch the Cuckin movie. Uh, it was great. Anna de Armas, she's Cuckin Affleck, and uh, it's great. Sexy thrillers are back. Deep water. Let's go. Let's go. Reindeer <laughs> games, let's go. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I... Um, WWE, you know, we're, who gives a shit? Yeah, who what gives a fuck? I, what you're here to talk about... Not that shit. 13 minutes into this podcast, we're finally <laughs> dropping this. There is a show. If you're listening to this as it airs, mm-hmm. there is a show this Saturday mm-hmm. in Nashville, Tennessee mm-hmm. at Cobra. Mm-hmm. K-O-B-K. Yep. Sold out. Yep. We not are, sold out. Like, it's still tickets it's, available. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't it's not sold me. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can absolutely still buy tickets. And, um, and do. Uh, to buy tickets, to buy pre-sale tickets, um... Uh, go to Twitter and go to at K-O-B-K Fed, and all the information is right there. Is that a Kevin Federline joke? Is that Man. like... Man. Is, is that a... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Kill or BK Fed. Yeah, yeah. I can't, be, <laughs> I can't be the person that confirms or denies that Kevin Federline is in K-O-B-K. What I can't... Popozow, motherfucker. <laughs> what I can't... <laughs> damn it <laughs> but yeah we have a show coming uh this saturday um we're doing our no ring show so uh i noticed that uh i think last week you guys were talking about the show and uh chris asked uh why uh no why no ring yeah so that is actually a fun story um so we had our first sold out show was in uh december of 2021 Chattanooga, right? Yeah, Chattanooga. And uh, before the show, Brett did a seminar, um, you know, helped, you know, work with people, stuff like that. After the seminar, um, we were changing out the canvas because the canvas that we were we were on had a big TWE logo. And we're not TWE, so we figured, okay, let's switch out the canvas. We'll tighten up the ropes. We'll just kind of do the, the, the ring checks. While we're doing ring checks, um, one of the welds on the frame of the TWE ring breaks. And this is 
let's call it an hour and a half before showtime. Okay. And this ring is now setting with one of the posts just like not quite at a 45 degree angle, <laughs> but pretty fucking close. <laughs> um, and we just kind of, it was, it was one of those moves where it was like, okay, well we can, we, there are two options here. Number one, because we tried to, we tried to do multiple things and none of it was working. It was one cancel the show. Well, we had pre-sales. There were people. There were already people like at I think. So if the show started at eight, there were people lined up at about six. Somebody's drinking in the parking lot. People are drinking in the parking lot. Listen, KOBK shows traditionally KOBK shows have been BYOB. So we like to give a real tailgate atmosphere before the show starts because that's you know like me and everybody else in KOBK kind of comes from that punk rock world of like, you know, punk rock rules. You drink in the parking lot because number one, the man's not going to hold us down and we're not going to pay those goddamn beer prices at the fucking bar. Now that's not to say about this next show, please buy all the booze you want at the Cobra. But so the idea was, okay, well, people are already here. We were having kind of like, Outside, everybody's having a good time. In the parking lot, they're having a great time. Uh, I only know this because of Kelly. Because she was like, nobody's any the wiser that the ring is broken. (laughs) So we are panicking. And, okay, can we get a ring somewhere else? So we call around to see if there's any rings that were remotely close. Because the thing about uh, transporting your ring... It's not super easy. No, this is like, involves trailers. Yeah, it involves trailers, multiple people he, probably having right, to lift shit. Right, exactly. And also, I mean, I don't know anyone with a ring. Like, no one. <laughs> right, if right, I right. needed a ring in an hour, no one is coming to my aid. <laughs> right. So, 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 as a wrestler, yeah, same. <laughs> hmm. I don't have a, I don't have a, a ring within an hour of me currently that I can get. So, we. Uh, so we panic. We hit the panic button. We call a KOBK meeting. We start talking. Um, and Brett says, well, people are already here. The only thing there is to do is to have a no ring show. So we end up tossing the mat down. We ended up uh, getting a hold of Danny uh, in Struggles uh, of ICW because they had just ran uh, – uh Chattanooga so it was it felt kind of like we should probably reach out and say something that hey the ring broke it, we're not just trying to we're not, we're not trying to copping your shit yeah, yeah we're, we're not we gotta to take it to the yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah we gotta take it to the pit um you know they gave the okay they were that you know they were very okay with it so we end up running that show and I will say that I think I think from a perspective of the locker room, everybody kind of just stepped up and was like, okay, well, this is what we're doing now. Um, the, But I think that I can speak for myself. In the back of my head, I was like, it's ruined. Everything is, it's all ruined. But the fans really showed up and they were super receptive and crowded the ring, which was awesome. And it gave it just a different feeling 
of like, oh, this feels underground. This feels it feels dangerous. The way I, the way that I when I spoke to people in the crowd after that show was that show felt dangerous, like not from like a a like I'm gonna get hurt, but from like a you're now in a a quote unquote dangerous situation. Like something that shouldn't be happening is happening, which was awesome. That made like that was amazing. So from that point forward, we all made a decision that regardless of whether we can get a ring or not, every sold out show will be in a no ring setting. Hell yeah. Because that way we like and, and, and the wildest part about that is, is for us sold out is like our WrestleMania. It's like our. Here I go again using WWE terms. <laughs> you're but part it, of the problem. It's, it's, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's our big show. It's the show, it w- and it will always be our big show. Because, everything builds to this. Yeah, everything builds to this. Um, but for that, it's kind of like, okay, so now that's the new expectation. So we're at sold out too, and it just made sense to bring it to the Cobra. I like that because the TWE arena is like more of like it's set up better for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like it's more of a, a box. This is a. So are you doing it in the venue part of the Cobra or yes. are we brawling throughout the whole Cobra? We are. We, well, it is through the venue part of the, we we will start in the <laughs> venue part of the Cobra and whatever happens, happens bar shows like that's what i've been trying to tell friends that aren't even wrestling fans like it it goes from being at a wrestling show to feeling like you're at a situation yeah like it is <laughs> right like the first one i ever went to was in vegas i went to a suburban fight and i believe the main event was uh nick gage versus darby allen let's fucking go <laughs> and uh, i mean throughout it, like orange cassidy and like there was a lot of people but that that i remember um and it was just the place is packed but like you're moving trying to see the fight but then there'll be times where you're trying to avoid the fight <laughs> right it is a, if the wrestlers are coming towards you get the fuck out of the way <laughs> yeah and it is it's such a unique experience mm-hmm. where like you, the vibe is just so completely different. It is not, it's not, it's a brawl. It's not, it's, it's not, not a traditional wrestling show. No. Like uh, the way I've always, because I've, my love of, of being in no ring kind of came from no peace underground mm-hmm. because they were one of the first no ring companies that use me. Um, and I kind of just, like it's different. It's just a different feeling, and the way the only way I can describe it, even in the crowd, because I've been to no ring shows, the only way to describe it is is like if you listen to heavy music, and like like that fan base's favorite song comes on, like and you're on the ground, there's a potential that the pit is going to include you for a second. Like it's just gonna happen. Like, like you can get out of the way, stuff like that. But that's how it always feels. Every every no ring deathmatch show I've ever been to, kind of feels like the anticipation of is the pit gonna happen where I'm standing? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I I don't know. It is. It's so fucking fun. I am. I'm really pumped that you guys are are bringing this here. And also, you did me 
Such a huge favor. I would say 2022, my wrestler of the year, is my... Um, yeah, I'm getting bl- I'm blushing right now. Uh, Sawyer Wreck. Uh-huh. She is my deathmatch girlfriend. She just doesn't know it. Um, my wife knows it. <laughs> well, that's good. She also knows that I've got... I like Elizabeth Debicki, a very tall actress as well. Sawyer Wreck is deathmatch Debicki. She is punk rock, tall, bloody, lover to death. Yeah. I'm so happy that you brought her to, to Nashville. Yeah, so... Um, yes, absolutely. Like... Okay, so this is kind of the way we look at these things is um, everybody, traditionally everybody, there's a few exceptions. Um, uh, It's always fuck Nick Iggy. Uh, There are a few exceptions, but most people that we use on KOBK shows are people that we see as of our brand, of our of our tribe, if it makes sense, uh, like people who are willing to do the same things that we do, you know, getting in a car for 10 hours to drive one way to work, to, to maybe not even work, to just show face so that you can turn around and drive back. Um, but these are all, that, that is something that is shared throughout everybody who's in a KOBK um, locker room. The <laughs> reason why, Because I became a Sawyer Rec fan, uh, I want to say it must have been the Fear the Gay Agenda show at No Peace. Yeah. The the one, the main event with Pero and Effie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that show. She was in the MV Young scramble or battle royal. I can't remember what the stipulations of that, that match were. What I do remember of Sawyer Wreck is Sawyer Wreck's music hitting. And it was Dreamweaver. Yeah. And everything was slow motion. And she bolted out the curtain and threw the hardest elbow I've ever seen thrown right at Envy Young's face. Hell and yeah. I went, I'm a fan of her <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I was that show before or after the Indianapolis death match weekend in 2021. I think it was before. So I guess I probably saw her on that show, but seeing her in person at the Indianapolis show, that was the first like, like it stuck with right. me where I was like, holy fuck, like she's different. I, she's fucking bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. She like she's she like she really does stick out in your mind, and she's wrestling fucking Billy Starks, dude. That's <laughs> it's such a bizarre but perfect pairing. Yes, um, especially to be in a no ring mm-hmm. like Billy Starks, mm-hmm. who we've been watching since she was fifteen. 16. Yeah, how old was did she? She was, was she? like fifteen, sixteen. I think she started training at. 14 i might be wrong about that but i think she started training at 14 and she i assume she's 18 or yes. getting close because i saw that she's doing stuff with like mlw yeah, she soon. just turned yeah she she turned 18 i think earlier last month so she's old enough to bleed all over a dive bar in nashville <laughs> you fucking right she is <laughs> god damn you like you really knocked this one. You guys knocked this one out of the park. Like this, to me, this is like such a 
the fucking main event and the fact that you know gcw wanted that shit oh yeah 1, you know 000%. like there's other companies that wanted to book this mm-hmm. shit first mm-hmm. and you guys you guys beat him to the punch <laughs> we, we, we we just we were just a little bit quicker <laughs> that's that's gonna be that is going to be a banger like yeah, that I'm, is if you are in nashville and you are not at this show mm-hmm. and you have any interest in pro wrestling at all what the fuck are you get there uh, yeah go there come to the, the cobra we're nice people we're nice people over there. You might get Billy Stark's blood on you. <laughs> yeah. I've never thought that's you, a thing I would say. Uh, you will also definitely probably get you, my blood on you. <laughs> you sign an autograph in your blood? 1,000%. I um, So I'm wearing your merch right now. Uh-huh. We've been friends a while. Yes. Are you going to be mad if I'm wearing Sawyer Rex merch that Not night? at all. Um. Just know I have your merch. <laughs> hey, I know you have my merch. <laughs> you, you, you've, you've, you've already done the he- heavy lifting of buying the merch. It's here. I'm yeah, wearing here. it in you, front of you're you. You're wearing it in front of me. So now when you wear the Sawyer Rec merch, I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'll be okay. It's so that when she sees me that I can be like, huh? You're on, you're on, you're <laughs> you're on, on my shirt. shirt. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I wouldn't do that in a concert, but I feel like in wrestling, it's, it's, it's different. different rules. Yes. There's different rules. Like, you show the wrestler that you're supporting them. The Beastie Boys didn't need to see <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. were there. <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah, pay- Ab-Rock didn't need to know that you bought a, a Kanga hat with, with the Beastie Boys <laughs> logo on it. It's like, Ad-Rock. I, I, <laughs> he goes, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> like, you paid $100 to come to Madison Square Garden. I know you're here for me. Uh, but, yeah, no, I need... I need Sawyer Rec to know I am rooting against Billy Starks. And that's something I've not one time ever done. We really did create a situation where it is hard. Like, it's going to be hard for anybody in that crowd to choose a favorite. Because, you know, we've we've set through, like, we've been here for Billy's entire career. We've seen Billy Starks from starting to now. Like, and Billy's an amazing wrestler. We all know that. But we put her in Sawyer Rex Arena. We put her in a situation that I know Sawyer succeeds at. Like, because that's how I met Sawyer. I met, I met Billy back in the Bizarro days. But I met Sawyer at a No Peace show. And I was like, oh, you get it. Like, <laughs> I think what's funny watching her is you can see how much she enjoys pro wrestling. Yes. In a way that if she went on WWE's Tough Enough mm-hmm. in 1998, Bob Holly would be screaming at her for smiling. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but I think there's something about somebody who is bleeding and making someone else bleed. Mm-hmm. But they're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's just a it's a bit different. <laughs> it's it's unsettling and don't tell her not to smile. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't 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 stop that. <laughs> just, just leave her alone yeah. and let her gush all over the front row yeah. or and make these dudes bleed. Or who whoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but also on the card. I thought this was interesting. Hardway Heater versus Hoodfoot, who, if I recall, mm-hmm. going back a ways, mm-hmm. 
There was a weekend I was headed to a Garth Brooks concert. Uh-huh. And you broke your neck. I, I certainly did. And if I remember correctly, one hood foot ended up in a spot that you were going to be in. Yes. Right? Like, he yeah. ended up getting being the replacement for you. Well, Merrick ended up being the replacement for me and and Futures. The, okay. But, but, but Hoodfoot was... There were points where there were... From what I understand, there were points where ideas and bookings were kind of thrown around, tossed around for me. And I was on the shelf. Like I was, you, you saw me, I was, you beat the fuck I, up <laughs> and I was, a, and, and, and I can say it now and I'm fine. Everybody know I'm fine, but I was a pilled out mess. Like, and not like in like a, I'm addicted, but like not very in a Robert per- Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waking up on your a lawn. Very, a very prescribed, like, Hey, you just had major neck surgery, but I was on all the medication and there's a, there's about a four to five month period of my life. That's kind of a blur, but like for the better, honestly, like cause <laughs> right. that shit probably fucking yeah. hurt. Like, I think I've told you, I think I've told you the story. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast, but during that, during the energy, during, during the energy, during the injury, um, I had a moment where I was putting ice into my cup at my at my house uh with that I live with with my wife um and I was putting ice into my cup so I'm in the freezer and there was a frozen burrito in there because I was injured and there was like there was only a certain amount of time that I could stand up before I like started to get exhausted because I just I had to lay down a lot yeah um um, there was I, so I would get exhausted, but there was frozen burritos so that I could pop in there, put it in you know the oven, and and go way back down. That uh, <laughs> the frozen burrito fell out of the freezer, and I looked at it. And I looked at Kelly. Now this is I would say fifty percent the pills, <laughs> but fifty percent the real feelings that I had. And I looked at Kelly, and do you remember the old um, Don't Litter commercials with the Native American? Yeah. With the single tear? Oh. I looked at Kelly with a single tear, and I said, I can't pick it up. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. I'll take care of it. But that was that was my mental state at the time. Like, I was not in a good spot. But I'm better now, obviously. Um, but yeah, he's there. There were some. There were some things that, like, I think, given no injury, I think that, like, there was no stopping Hoodfoot. There was zero stopping Hoodfoot. He is, uh, he is a, a a force of nature. He has the way he has moved in the wrestling landscape in the last what year and a half? Yeah, year? about year, about year and a half. Uh, I, I two feel years. Like, I mean, he was. When when Eric Stevens originally retired, because I think he's back now, but that's neither here nor there. When Eric Stevens originally retired, his last match was against Hoodfoot. No shit. Yeah, I don't. It had. I don't know. This was the year though that like he was showing up at like what the GCW tournaments yep. and like you just you started ICW seeing him. at at you know like he like. I mean, it was hard. You were hard pressed to turn on 
your uh, a streaming service with wrestling and not see Hoodfoot unless it was AEW or WWE. I mean, especially if you are into deathmatch yeah. in the slightest. Yeah, one thousand percent. You, you saw, were seeing him. <laughs> Twenty twenty two. You saw Hoodfoot, and uh, I did learn his weakness, though. If you want, what is it? If you want to, yes, game plan over this. Yes. Stab him. <laughs> Slade figured it out. So uh, <laughs> I got a I got a good story uh, about that. Um, so like it's no secret across the internet um, that that me myself and Hoodfoot uh, kind of do the nobody's favorite thing. Like Hoodfoot and I've just kind of Hoodfoot and I have wrestled probably. Uh, 15 times like, like especially like, at the very beginning yeah thing. oh like, yeah you guys were just like him and i were both uh pre-show paradigm guys like we both worked for paradigm pro wrestling we both were like pre-show guys like uh we were on before the cameras were on and we did that for oh god a year a year ish um and so like me and him just kind of built a friendship out of I would the way I always describe it is a friendship out of violence. Like like I always knew that with Hoodfoot we were going to have a good match and there was going to be things that if I was wrestling anybody else I would have to apologize for. <laughs> but because it's Hoodfoot I don't have to apologize about it. Like he's like I get it. Like <laughs> so me and him have wrestled multiple times. With that being said, Hoodfoot hit this stride where he started getting the GCW, the ICW. And then like it did, like I said, it felt like he was everywhere and I was sitting on the shelf. I was injured. I was hurt. You know, there was, there was a similar path that I was kind of following. Like, like we were nipping at each other's heels for a long time. Like he would go one place and I would go another place. And then we would have a conversation where he was like, well, I want to be there. And I was like, well, I want to be there. So we were always trying to like, like we were trying to keep up with each other. It was a real fun, like, like friendship competitiveness. It was a healthy rivalry. Yeah. It was a healthy rivalry. Um, but the thing that, okay. So the thing that me and Hoodfoot do best together, is drink beer and fight each other. <laughs> it's the two things we're best at friendship wise is, is we're really great drinking partners and friends. And we're, we're really good at enacting violence on each other. <laughs> so I know that he needs to be stabbed. Um, <laughs> so it was SCI this last year. Um, and I'd come in, I wasn't on the SEI, I was on the Future Show, but I'd come in a day early to kind of check out some of the matches and, you know, hang out with, hang out with the, hang out with the people. Um, I'm hanging out and at the end of the night, Hoodfoot's standing there. I want to say he was talking to a couple fans. And I walk up to him and he's doing this and he's holding up his arm. And he's showing where the injury is on his arm. And I walked up to him and I pointed at it and I was like, that's super sick. Where'd you get that done? You know, as if it were a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, and I quote, I know a guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, and, and I remember we we had a hearty laugh about it. And then I remember thinking and saying to him, I'm glad that we're at a position now where you can laugh about it. Because as a person who was watching that show from the comfort of his home, horrified. <laughs> I thought you were losing that fucking arm. If I recall, because it was, I don't remember the city. I don't remember the specific show. I just remember it was him and Slade. Yep. And they broke light tubes. And it was like, Slade was that motherfucker. You know, yeah. like when growing up, you were, let's say you're 10 years old. You want to have a sword fight with a friend, mm -hmm. but you want to do like the fucking swashbuckling. You yeah, want to do yeah, lightsabers yeah, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. But you know that one motherfucker who just stabbed straight <laughs> yeah, at you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. like, motherfucker, have you watched wrestling? Like, what is, <laughs> that is not how you do this. But he's like, I've never seen anyone try it. <laughs> right. And I won the match. <laughs> yeah. And I also won. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently. <laughs> Uh, apparently, so this is kind of the fault of of Slade's upbringing. He doesn't know how to have <laughs> a swashbuckle <laughs> sword fight. <laughs> he only knows stabby stabby. <laughs> yeah, not enough Pirates of the Caribbean, too much Friday the 13th. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. You watch a lot of Jason Voorhees. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah you're... Well, I mean, we should have seen this coming, though, because Slade used to release promos of him in box truck, semi like like the semi box truck, like the back part of him just taking a knife and just stabbing it into a wall. He used to that was a promo he cut. That was a thing. That he <laughs> I think it's hard, though, with pro wrestling, especially deathmatch, to see who's cutting a promo and who's just mentally ill. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> so, so, uh, are you aware of the Kinsey scale? It's yeah. like, yeah, so, like, nobody's completely straight, nobody's completely gay, everybody kind of falls on the spectrum. So, I would venture to say that in deathmatch wrestling, specifically deathmatch wrestlers, we all fall on the scale. Nobody is fully mentally well healthy. I, that's, and that's what I say. I say, like, Deathmatch wrestlers are kind of like magicians. The origin story is never happy. Like it is, there is a certain level of sadness that got you to where you are, but you are bringing joy to people. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's a, yeah, my my blood is altruistic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so me and Hoofoot's gonna be fun. <laughs> Let's get back around to it. You know, if it's going to be fun, we're going to have a good time. No, that was when I saw that matchup. That was another one. It was just like, fuck yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, that, honestly, like, you had me at Sawyer Wreck, but it was like, holy fuck. <laughs> this is also happening. I honestly, that would have been enough to get me yep. in the building, too. Yeah. Um, I honestly, like, got so fucking hyped on those matches. What else? What else you got on this card? So, uh, we're going to talk about the main event last. I'll come to that here because I got some thoughts about that. Um, but um, the next one that I would say is is uh, Derek Neal, um, the King's Road Slayer, the real Derek Neal, <laughs> um, uh, and Carrie Offal. Okay. So 
they had a match at our last show where Derek went up. So I think that Carrie's coming in with a renewed sense of wanting to beat the dog shit out of fucking Derek Neal. Uh, uh, but we're also talking about a match between two dads, ah. like two fathers. And you have my interest. <laughs> yeah. So it's just two dads who are like, like the, the, the love of pro wrestling to a certain extent, like it's tarnished. Like there's a patina on the love of pro wrestling mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Violence equals money to in, in both of those guys heads. Mm hmm. And, you know, both pillars of the South, both guys that that are kind of synonymous with the independent wrestling scene um, here in the South. I mean, yeah, uh, Carrie Awful would have been one of the first wrestlers I ever saw in Nashville, I would right. imagine. Yeah. yeah. And and Derek and Derek is like just kind of like he's up at uh, he's up now at uh, Anarchy at St. Louis Anarchy. Okay. And he's their hair. I think, I believe he's still their heritage champion. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's still their heritage champion. He beat, he beat Gary J in like a minute and a half. Like he beat the, he beat the shit out of Gary J. And as a person who shared the ring with both of those guys, (laughs) Gary J nothing nothing light about gary J. he's a guy that when i don't know i think just as not a wrestler just as a fan the first time i saw him i don't know what i expected but it wasn't that yeah. <laughs> he's 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 uh deceptively like i love that his i love that his um his thing is unsigned and don't care because one of the like not one of the first times I ever saw Gary J because I'd seen Gary J multiple times. I've always liked Gary J, but one of the times that that rang the most true was Tampa. Uh, it would have been Tampa of twenty one. He wrestled Billy Starks. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Sorry, I like I have not seen this match. Maybe I did see this match, but. No, <laughs> don't do that to her in that match. <laughs> so if Billy just turned 18, <laughs> so you're following me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, He was basically beating the piss out of like one of the cast of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. <laughs> he was beating the shit out of a high schooler. And it was like, uh, like I, I, Go back if you get the opportunity. Go back and watch that match. That match is so much fun. But I, uh, I've always said like it was Aaron Williams and Gary J. They're both unsigned and don't care. After that match, I said Aaron Williams and Gary J. Are unsigned and don't care. But Gary J. Is unsigned and really doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those things that if that were the first time you saw him. It was like, um, I don't know, the first time I saw the movie um, Butterfly Effect, uh-huh. there's a kid in it that captures Baby Ashton Kutcher's dog uh-huh. and burns it in a bag. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like him. So every time I see that actor since, I'm like, he's bad. <laughs> he burned Ashton Kutcher's dog. Eh? Yeah. And you know what? Gary J. burned Ashton Kutcher's dog that night. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. But but that the the guy I'm talking about is the 
is the guy who got beat by Derek Neal. That's it's going to be a like that's going to be our dad energy fight. That's dad energy. That is just too too we just finished mowing the lawn and now like somebody's mad about the property line and like you mow too far in and you cut the grass too goddamn short and it makes my grass look like it's not cut. That's the match. Well, and not only is he getting that information, he just mowed, he just got inside, he just sat down to relax, and <laughs> right. right as he propped his feet up, the knock at the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's got to deal with some he shit. He kicked those fucking K-Swisses, those mid-top K-Swisses off already. They're on the floor. <laughs> but so that's our dad after our okay. dad energy fight. It's going to be... Uh, uh, to borrow a JR phrase, it's gonna be a slobber knocker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, like if if I look at this card, the one that that gives me the most slobber knocker energy is is uh uh Derek Neal carry awful. Hell yeah! Uh, oh, I saw. I think it said unannounced, but Adam Priest was on the card. Yes. So Adam Priest is wrestling a match. <laughs> and if everything goes according to plan, Adam Priest, ooh, ooh, <laughs> you're in for a fucking rough night. <laughs> okay, so what, so uh, uh, a pleasant surprise yes, in our future. Yes, I don't want to give too much away on that, but goddamn it, Adam Priest. Hey, uh, you know how it was fuck Nick Iggy earlier? Yeah, it's also kind of fuck Adam Priest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say that Adam Priest has had a banner year. I, I mean, I just fought him at ICW. Uh, he beat me in the chains. Um, was that one in Chattanooga? Yes, or was that, that was you did Chat. another ICW? I did uh, Boston. Boston. I did the Boston Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> Goddamn right you did. <laughs> Literally sat in a fucking room waiting for my... Yeah. <laughs> we were literally watching you do Deathmatch. And they come in and say, no baby today. And we're like, cool. They're like, but you got to hang out for a minute. And then like 10 minutes later, your match ends. Doctor walks in and is like, hey, you're having a baby today. <laughs> and uh, you will always have been part of that. Is that yes. the day Ozzy was born, we were, and we, the moment we found out we were going to have him, we were, my wife and I both watching you on my iPhone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because, you know, it's live. I didn't want to miss it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and then me, uh, hey. That was the point where I was fighting Hoodfoot. <laughs> um, so remember, like, so allow me to give you this gift. Let me, I'm going to help you relive the birth of your son because okay. I'm about to fight Hoodfoot again <laughs> with your, <laughs> I would assume you're coming. I will be there. And she question mark she will not be there okay it, 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 okay. it didn't work out it's but i will be in yeah 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 we'll, 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 she we'll, wanted to be there yeah it's, I get it's it. a whole I get thing it. <laughs> um but yeah so we'll get to relive that um but what what we, we were adam Priestin. we were adam priest in it but i yeah i fought adam priest at icw uh he's using that goddamn branding iron now yeah. oh my god you're right <laughs> yeah did you get Oh yeah, we, uh, on the on, ass. On the ass. <laughs> got Bam Margerid. Yeah, I got full bla Bam Margerid. Full dick farmed. Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah, I got the full I got the full fucking the full brand. Is it still there? Uh, I mean, it's f for the most part gone, but not uh, against uh, Adam Priest's better judge, like not better judgment, but but attempt. 
He really, really he tried wanted to, to be give it to me. Yeah. But it, it, it just didn't. What it a didn't. fucking butthole. Yeah, he's a fucking butthole. You know what? I you hope know he what? Gets... You know what? It's not fuck Adam Freese. It's just Adam Freese is a butthole. He's a butthole. <laughs> You're a butthole. But, um, oh, man, if we if, if everything goes according to plan, <laughs> Adam Freese, hopefully you have the roughest fucking night of your life. Um, And then the final match, the, the only other thing that we have that's announced, you know, there's it's KOBK. Um, there's always surprises. There's always something that, you know, you, you never know. But the, the final match is uh, Sean Campbell, uh, the, the newest member of KOBK. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I know this gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, bitter scum, uh, Sean Campbell. Uh, he's young scum, Sean Campbell. Okay. Um, so Sean is like, uh, he's, he's kind of a, he's a Tennessee wrestler. Um, he's been, He's kind of always been in my like not peripheral, but he's been around for almost everything that I've ever done. Uh, Sean has been around for Brett for most of his career. Sean's been wrestling since. So Sean's 20 years old. Uh, Sean's been wrestling longer than I have. So Sean's been around for ever. Like like he's kind of he's kind of got like that Billy Starks like started early. But stayed with it. Like, I quit all the sports that I started at 15 because marijuana was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he's kind of stuck around. And but under our under the KOBK brand, he's yet to get the W. Sean has lost at the last he has lost his last two KOBK shows. And we certainly didn't make it easier on him. So his first one was against Masha Slamovich. Oh, fuck. And <laughs> Masha fucked him up. <laughs> um, so a lot of times when I see a wrestler, I think that looks like a nice person. <laughs> you don't I think, don't that, think about that about Masha. Like, I, I, get lo- I, I love get Masha. Yeah, yeah but, but you don't go, I, I, I'd like to hang with her. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I like to leave a comfortable distance and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give her the give her the old across the room thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in uh, on the second show, we had him originally scheduled to fight Hoodfoot. Uh, Hoodfoot unfortunately had to back off. Um, I don't think it was due to the stabbing, <laughs> but I could be wrong. I, I'm very comfortable with being wrong about these things. <laughs> um, so it ended up being AJ Gray, and. That sucks too. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah not, there yeah. are a few things that I want less than his lariat. <laughs> right, right. Like it just once again that just enters into butthole territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Grace lariat is a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> like I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I love him. I will always watch a match he's in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I will enjoy that match. One thousand percent. Once again. Just, the fact that he's capable of it at any time and that it's always on his person. <laughs> Zero interest in taking that lariat. Zero. Not a one. Not a one. That looks, it doesn't, oh man, it just, it always looks like it sucks. Like yeah. I know I was worried they had, uh, he was on that JCW show in our favorite city, Boonton, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Fax and Chris were in. Shout out to Boonton, New Jersey, uh, the wrestling mecca of the United States. But it was the uh, second gear crew versus a group of older guys. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, he's going to fucking like, 
<laughs> like this is gonna turn their bones to dust. Th- this is like what's gonna happen to these men is gonna not even make the papers. <laughs> but it's like what we thought was gonna happen to Ric Flair is going to happen tonight. Just f- four simultaneous heart attacks <laughs> via lariat. It's one guy just disappears, like you said, like <laughs> like mummy style, just like just disintegrates the others die in fear of what happened <laughs> well, to their what friend. happened to their friend um yeah that's uh so so sean's had kind of a rough go of it um as far as the kopk brand like listen when you're the new member you kind of have to face all of the fucking people you're fucking fraternity yeah 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 like they do hey, listen, like the I, fucking I, hot dog I, in the ass maybe, too. Like what? Is no, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, the only quote unquote <laughs> hazing that I would say that we do is is that I'm going to put you in a situation where you have every potential to win. It's just not going to be easy. Like I'm uh, not joining this group. Is yeah, what you're yeah. Saying. yeah, what I would say is is that what I would say is is that with KOBK the letters are earned. You, they're not given; they are earned. Fair and and we've like this everybody. This isn't the NWO. We're yeah, not yeah, just yeah, passing yeah, out fucking yeah, yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. Just because you work for that company up north doesn't mean you get to wear these letters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's very much you know this is his first opportunity. Like he's he's not. We, we didn't set him up for success this time either. And I'm aware. Yet say the name. Who's Tank? It's God Tank. It. It's Tank. The Bloodbath Behemoth. It's he's a. Uh, I see what that scary man. Yeah, the yeah with Rev. Yeah. Rev, oh yeah, Rev isn't missing an opportunity to spread a sermon to Nashville, Tennessee. That's more people. That's more eyes. That's more people for him to convert to the Reverend Dan Wilson way. So you're We're, saying this man's your friend, <laughs> and you guys booked this show. Yeah. And you're trying to kill him. Does he know this? Mm. I mean, I think, I mean, after... It sounds like he's like, a fucking okay, veteran so in I wrestling. Can, I, so I can understand him not knowing after Masha. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could even kind of understand him not knowing after AJ. You realize, like, the fucking villains you've put him against at this point <laughs> yeah. are shaped like the the phone signal bars. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Fucking, it just keeps it, increasing. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna get listen it's just gonna keep getting worse <laughs> what's after him uh, who knows fucking who great knows Kali. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna get great Kali in uh, 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 we're gonna get jinder mahal we're gonna get a punjabi prison match <laughs> uh but so tank is you know again uh, a person that i've wrestled uh I, you you were at one of the times i've wrestled tank Death uh, match at not at Wombat, GCW, but yeah, it was the GC uh, Crux versus GCW. It was the yes. it was the show after, after the show. Yeah, um, and uh, in that like so, I ended up cutting a promo on having that match because I ended up wrestling them at four two four two three chaos in Chattanooga. But um, in that promo, I said, and this still holds true, um, that the tank is. Uh, a pillar of deathmatch wrestling of the Southeast and of wrestling as a whole. Like there are very few guys that have done as much as tank has done in wrestling. Uh, 
like look no further than I'll go back to Tampa. Look no further than Tampa. Um, Tony Deppin put a show together. Uh, one of the first people that remember, he yeah. wanted on the show was Tank. And the reason he wanted Tank is because everybody thinks that Tank is blood and guts. That's what everybody just assumes Tank's blood and guts. I mean, I know he goes by Bloodbath Behemoth, but everybody assumes. But but don't judge a book by yeah, their cover yeah, but, and their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might not be true. But but Tank is somebody that has a pedigree that, you know, like I don't know that I don't know that anybody else in KOBK would say this. I mean, they may. But um the thing I would say is is that the reason that Hardway Heater is the way that Hardway Heater is is because of things that Tank and Rev have, one, done for wrestling, and two, have done for me specifically. Like, Tank's a friend, but I also am terrified anytime I'm across the ring from Tank or across the bar floor or across (laughs) a parking lot if he's mad at me. (laughs) So we didn't really, again, not like... Iron sharpens iron. And I know that Sean is 0-2 right now. But we'll never know how sharp his iron can be unless we keep lining him up against killers. Like, you're just, you're going to have to go through the murderer's road. Like, because it's things that all the rest of them. You don't want to lob the guy softball. Yeah, yeah. Because how easy would that be if I put Sean Campbell against Dilf Boy? fucking rad and we'd all be excited dill boy's a celebrity oh yeah that's right don't like <laughs> you know what you're not you're right you're right you're right you're right you'd, you'd be shining up your your friend but like we as a as a collective audience, humans get yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. watching dill boy do what dill boy does which is get beat up beat by up. an old maga man i don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, like, yeah with a with a pot leaf tattooed on his arm <laughs> um you know that man wanted to take that away from and, you right in in usa zubas He's wearing USA Zubas in that match. Ugh. Anyway, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you've you've run down the card. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. Yes. Like obviously, like uh, ticket already purchased. Yes. Uh, the the folks I'm going with tickets already purchased. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And w- do you have your tickets yet? L- you're yeah, listening. Yeah, wh- why the fuck don't you like? It's a real fucking simple question. Why don't you have your fucking tickets yet? Shows it's uh, eight o'clock. Yeah, at Cobra. Yeah, that's an that's an early show in Nashville. Yeah, that's yeah. a very like traditionally early show. Yeah, and you know what? There's nothing to fucking set up. So like I <laughs> right right. We're like, just gonna get in there. And I do have to ask you this. Go. So Cobra is your bar. That's like yeah. that's your hang. That's, you know how? Y- yes, we we go there often. I went to your birthday party at, at Cobra. Yeah. Won a couple ducks it, out it, of the claw machine in in the room. My birthday was in the room that we're wrestling in i yeah, that's <laughs> are you wearing trunks or pants to your favorite bar because this is an opportunity <sighs> to not wear pants at your favorite I, bar so so <laughs> it's this is a conversation that i've been going forth back and forth in my head with because traditionally when i have deathmatch i have deathmatch gear i normally wear jeans and a sleeveless shirt mm-hmm This is different because um, this is Nashville. Let's start there. This is Nashville. Number two. Hometown. Not only hometown. Hometown bar. Like my haunt. 
there's going to be people there that just know you as the yeah. dude from the bar. Yeah, they just know me as the guy from the bar. And you're going to walk in with no fucking pants on. Right, and they're going to go, holy Whoa, shit. I didn't realize it was this kind of fucking party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I'm 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 of two minds of it. Um, I might meet um Hoodfoot's energy. Hoodfoot traditionally wrestles in uh even death matches in trunks. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's time to just go full bore and go go trunks because it does sound nice to not have to wear pants at the Cobra. I don't know why there's an appeal to that, but there certainly is an appeal to not wearing pants at the Cobra. It's just it's rare. It's a place you are often. Right. Uh. I don't know. Like, I, I, it, like it was I'm a question also, I had to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think that I also think that if I play my cards right, depending on how everything goes, I might be able to get away with hanging out at the bar the rest of the night. No pants. No pants. Yeah. Just a hoodie. No pants. Hoodie. That's a good look. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, like, <laughs> and the thing is, I okay. So I don't know what Cobra knows. <laughs> is when you had a conversation, and maybe this isn't a place for this podcast, but I have to assume that the managers of the Cobra aren't listening to this, or have at least gotten this far into right, it, right, if right. they did. Uh, they quit somewhere at the beginning when we were talking about Kevin Federline. Um, is there, like, I see who's on this card. Like, mm-hmm. you might have gotten it past them once. There's going to be blood, right? Like there's there's like beverages being served in this room what is the what is the violence policy so (laughs) um we're doing kind of the uh (laughs) um um ask for forgiveness not permission (laughs) uh we'll see like like i have had multiple conversations with people at the cobra um this is actually uh if i can shout out somebody um the like a lot of this kind of came together out that outside of just you know the kobk members a lot of this came together with uh richard perkins uh who the fuck is richard perkins on uh instagram what's funny is i only know him as a social media presence right (laughs) (laughs) but he he happened to mention to one of the owners of the cobra that hey my friend wants to do a wrestling show here i didn't ask him to do that he just did it and they said yeah that's fine and so richard immediately called me and was like they're willing to do a a no ring wrestling show and i said do you know do they know do yeah do they know what that means did richard know what that means yeah yeah richard richard's like yeah yeah richard's 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 well versed in the no ring death stuff you know his name's on the line too Oh, yeah, one thousand percent. This is his hang too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he have a backup bar? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, word's gonna get out. It's not like you get kicked out of here. You can't just like go to Dino's and bleed on their patio too. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so I, so I have had, I have had no less than four conversations with people who own and or run parts of the Cobra, where I go. You know we're bleeding in here, right? And it's always been, yeah, that's fine. And I went, okay. You know we're bleeding in here, right? And they're like, yeah, that's totally fine. And I'm like, okay. You know that there's going to be physical violence between two people in this room that you have signed off on now. Like, like you let us book this like, show. We're going to be coming into contact with 
patrons of your bar <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. with a little icky mess coming yeah, out yeah. of so, so, right, exactly. We're going to be messy spaghetti. We're going to be messy spaghetti boys. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. And we're going to, and we're just going to like, oh, there's a little bit of sauce on my face. Like, so uh, conversations have happened. Okay. And they have been okay with it. Uh, I will venture to say that I'm okay with almost anything uh, until it's happening. And then I can very much not be okay with it. But what I will say is, is that the, the, the staff at the Cobra has been super receptive. Um, I've, I have brought it up multiple times. Hey, this is kind of what's going on. Like one of the ways that I described it to one of the, the other people is imagine if you just let a bar fight go. <laughs> like like everybody in the room knows that they're just gonna sort it out but if you just let it go you're like i also said it'd be like let's say you book gg allen without all the shit <laughs> yeah 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 we're not shitting we're not but, shitting but, but it like, is gg allen-esque yeah it's <laughs> it's a scene man yeah right exactly well and then one of the ways one of the ways that uh that Richard Richard told me that he was talking to them about it is uh, apparently I don't know what band it was, but apparently there was a band that w- played the Cobra that lit a fire in the middle <laughs> of the concert floor. <laughs> like they it was put out rather quickly, but like by the band. But he was like, they'll let motherfuckers play flaming guitars out into like the commons area. So he was like, I can't imagine that they're going to be fucked up about a little bit of blood. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nothing they haven't seen before. They, yeah, right. This isn't their first weekend well, open. Well, you and, know? Also, and also Southern Underground Pro, their first two shows were at the Cobra, but they were in the back. But they both had death matches on them. So I don't. I think they're well versed. You're Tank, saying there's a rich history of yeah, bleeding. Yeah, yeah. At there's the a cobra. rich history of bleeding at the Cobra. <laughs> okay, I yeah. So go to K- KOB Fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that Kevin never Federal. was funny to me <laughs> until you said it out loud. <laughs> Every time I read it, didn't think anything of it. Now it's. I'll never not. We need a K Fed shirt with yeah. him, like, <laughs> but in like just K O B K K V O B K Fed, like, yeah, yeah, the, like Popo Zao. yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did this. To it's you. fun. It's uh, but yeah. Okay, uh, go to at K O B K Fed on Twitter. Look up how to pay. I believe it is. PayPal in 20 bucks to KOBKFed at gmail.com. And then essentially, like, from the way I understand it, what we're going to do is we're going to put you on the list. Perfect. Can they pay? I'm assuming otherwise you can hand them you $20. Yeah, yeah. You can also just hand 20 bucks. They take cards. So you can also just hand them a card. And then the money's not even real. It's just, it's all pretend. We're it's all, all pretend. in the matrix. You know what will be real? The blood flowing yeah, from that, Billy yeah. Stark's fucking nugget. The <laughs> hot blood that's going to hit you in the face. Uh, love it. Okay, so we are winding down here. Yeah. Um, and our, our dear co-host, Chris, mm-hmm. uh, is also on IWTV. And he wanted a review. Okay. He wanted you to see his pro wrestling that he's done that is on the same platform that you have bled. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that Chris bleeds, 
we did go through the IWTV app. God bless them. They're trying. Um, had to s- scroll like six fucking times through this to find it. Because, you know, there's no search function. Um, <laughs> I can say it. You don't have to. <laughs> and I will say this. So we found KOBKs. Mm-hmm. And you were above somebody cool. Who were you? Oh, you were right, right, above, right above Zona, Zona 23. Right above Zona 23. So Chris is in... XSW, Extremely Serious Wrestling mm-hmm. in New York. It looks like this show is from 2021. What we say June 18th, Yeah, Yeah, or, or July 18th. No, June 18th. June you're, 18th, you're right. 2021. And uh, you can see our very own Chris Miggs wrestle on this platform. And <laughs> XSW, not XPW. Don't get it yeah, 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 mixed yeah, yeah, yeah. up. This is X. This is very. This is this is extremely serious wrestling. The other one is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are right above GCW. If you're in, <laughs> if you're scrolling through the fucking 300 wrestling promotions, some of which have half a show list. Yeah, you know, yeah. like <laughs> right. we gotta clean this up, guys. Like I love you. It is clearly like I'm a customer. I paid for this service. Right. But, you know, you got to have a fu- – like, wrestling fans are fucking nerds. Somewhere out there, there's got to be a guy that knows apps, <laughs> applications, that can add a search bar so I can type in the name of a wrestler, a company, and not blindly throw scroll through something that isn't even alphabetical. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it had to be said. It had to be said. IWTV, I love – what you're doing <laughs> but i got notes uh also uh, be sure to catch our show on iwtv iwtv is where you can catch kobk sold out too from yeah. the cobra <laughs> yeah once it's uploaded but you, you just said pay it, attention we'll we'll, yeah. we'll post all about it like i'm sure all of you have been inundated with all of our you know the people who follow us have been inundated with our stuff anyway so once the show's up will you also be inundated okay so we're starting this match. Uh, already, describe, Garrett, can you describe, is this worse ring than you, have you wrestled in a worse <sighs> ring than this? It is four orange parking cones with, oh, here comes oh, our boy. Oh, well, well, there's, well, well, there's, there's Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris. They're, Miggs, the, no. they're the orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, in this uh, show, it is the 38 minute mark is where you can tune into this. <laughs> the orthodontist versus the gorillas <laughs> in the mat. Chris, Chris starting out the match. His number one dad. Oh, my God. And there he is. <laughs> that might be the greatest freeze frame I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Just shook hands with a gorilla. He is in a he's oh. on a, a gym mat with caution tape around it. Yeah. He's wearing the fanny pack. A pro wrestling tees fanny pack, I believe, oh if I goodness. saw it right. Is he going to German suplex this? I don't know Chris's wrestling abilities. I mean, listen, that was a, that was a nice little transition. It, well, the the problem is, is that Chris really needs not let that gorilla take over him. Oh no, that's not a that's not a gorilla. I thought they were. I thought it was too. I I miss. <laughs> you missed I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a singles. I just found out it's a tag. No one's holding a little rope in the corner, so it's hard to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, these are the moments that Chris really needs to capitalize. You don't want to let that gorilla grab at whatever he's grabbing at. 
Yeah, start beating his ass. Yeah, just beat him up. What? What? What, what is this? Is this a little toilet? What is, is, that, is, is, that, is that a bidet? Has he got a squatty potty? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Chris brained him, and the ref <laughs> doesn't seem to mind. So this yeah, is... I don't think I. I guess this is a no DQ match. You know what though, Chris earned that rest. I mean, he was in the ring with a fucking gorilla. He's, he definitely <laughs> is winded there. <laughs> Gotta control that breathing. Oh, now they're it, in ortho- Oh, they're doing the Britt Baker spot. Yeah. Probably maybe even before Britt Baker was doing. Oh, oh. But oh, oh the gorilla. Bit. The gorilla bit the fingers. The gorilla bit the fingers. Which is more people. So my immediate takeaway. If, I, if we're doing like just just straight up commentary on this, my immediate takeaway is, is that referee's beard is phenomenal. That's a hot <laughs> beard, <laughs> and it seems as though that the does. I think that that I think that the gorilla knows sign language. Oh, like Coco. Yeah, it's like Coco the gorilla. Robin Williams' friend. Yeah. Yeah, Robin Williams, friend Coco. <laughs> but it seems like the orthodad, like, I don't know. I, I didn't catch the name of the other orthodadist or the name of the, 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 the gorilla the, the non-gorilla. <laughs> oh, this is, that's a DQ. Yeah, I mean, this this referee has really lost control of this match. He really needs to restore some order. Now, I know that's a lot to ask with a gorilla in the ring. I mean, he is about as useful as a slap fight yeah. referee, I'll tell you. <laughs> but look, they knocked over one of the poles. The ring is coming the down. The ring is coming oh, apart. Oh, he's doing the atomic elbow. Chris, nice. Chris getting it. Oh, from the corner. Oh, with a nice little uh, nice little double bulldog. I was going to say, it's almost that reverse choke slam that you work on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's a... It's a gorilla. Uh, and also one of the po- like the posts is down. That that match is or that that mat is uh that that ring is uh whew. <laughs> it it looks worse than when uh Lesnar brought the tractor in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean they've they've oh, really Chris. gotta like that that should say something about how bad the, the ring crew was. They really should have reinforced the <laughs> Oh no. The orthodontist lose? Okay. Chris, you were robbed. Chris was robbed. I like his outfit. I do. Number one dad. Number one dad. With, um, a, with, a, with a nice pair of khakis. The low top Chuck tees. Low top? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a move. Very specific person wears low top Chuck tees. And a pink number one dad shirt. <laughs> And then they, I, I, my guess is, is that Brick Baker was doing it before, but you know uh, what? They, they did it they well. Did D-A-D. D-A-D. <laughs> no, that was, okay. So let's say Chris joins KOBK oh, okay. or he, he submits an application. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't have to, I don't want to, you know, speak for him, you know, uh-huh. him, but he, let's say you're putting him through the test. Uh-huh. Who is the number one dad's first match against? Who? Because obviously, like, we see what you do to your friends. <laughs> and, like, Chris, like, you've heard him on the podcast. Yeah. You haven't met in person. Yeah. What would you do to him? Well, I think that if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're going to, if we're gonna lean into God. the. 
Sorry, this show's still going, and there's somebody named Captain Romance. And he just dick-wiggled at both he, of us. He <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, what we're saying is check out XSW if you want to yeah, see some, uh, yeah, for some sure. comedy wrestling um, with, uh, with our boy. Yeah, um, so Chris's first opponent is the number one dad. I mean, do we just lean into it? And we just, you know, we, we know that we know as a collective that our dads tend to have maybe some views, points that aren't the greatest in the entire world. Do we just put Chris against the MAGA butcher? Oh, no. <laughs> Not my sweet little Dilf boy, Chris. <laughs> Not my dad I'd like to fuck. <laughs> I assume which is what. No, Dilf no, Dilf Boy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, or the uh, what it's was his name? It's confusing because it's Dilf Boy. So yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Dad, I'd like to fuck boy. Which is, Dad, I'd like to fuck boy. You could, I could, honestly, I could have done a whole podcast breaking down that man. But you know what, Chris? I'm sorry, bud. You're going up against Maga Butcher. <laughs> Schlack seemed to handle it okay. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just hey, watch some Schlack matches and just do whatever Schlack would do. And him. also, and also, maybe bring uh, like, and also take a page out of Slay's book. Maybe bring a knife. Yeah. <laughs> maybe even a gun, because I'll tell you this: they ain't checking at the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? They're they're pro those. They would actually be yeah, a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Magabusher would look you dead in your eyes and say, "It is your God given right to shoot me." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. Heater, thanks for coming by. It's, Absolutely. it's always fucking good seeing you. It's and it's been, you it's been so long. You gotta you gotta come back on and uh and hang with the boys sometimes. Absolutely. Play some play some grab ass. Yeah. The- <laughs> play a little grab ass, have a little comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was fun. I because honestly, like I would like to have you on again just to talk about uh some of the death matches of the last year. I would have loved to have chatted June Kasai and Despi. Yeah. Uh, oh that's a that seems like that's gonna go down as a classic. Yeah. But um yeah, do you have other than obviously everything we just promoted for yeah, the last yeah. hour. So uh, you can, if you would like to buy my merch, you can go to storefrontier.com backslash Hardway Heater. Um, follow me on Twitter at Hardway Heater. Follow me on Instagram in the same fashion. Follow me. Uh, those are the only places I want you to follow me. Don't go to my other, my other socials. Leave them alone. Hive's dead. Hive's dead. At Predetermined Podcast on Instagram, at Gartet on Instagram. Uh, we'll be back next week and hear how this show went. We'll see, we'll see what happened. We'll Absolutely. see what happened. Absolutely. Have a good week. Kisses. Kisses.